are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So, hey, hey, what is happening, everybody? I hope everybody's been having a phenomenal day so far. Um, I hope y'all are feeling super blessed today, enjoying your um, August day, and uh, just enjoying the weather. And uh, I already can feel that um, there's starting to be a shift in, uh, in how hot the, the weather is. It's starting to shift from it just being hot, hot to it being more humid, hot, and then just turning into like a rainforest, uh, <laughs> raining hot. And, uh, but you know, regardless, because we're still in August, it's just going to be always hot. But, uh, you know, even with all those things in mind, uh, it's just, it's so nice. And, you know, when you walk out, uh, you know, out of your house and you feel that, that sun, that, that warmth of the sun on your skin, it just feels so nice. And I really wish that we could keep August to ourselves forever, especially in Canada. But hey, you know what it is such as life uh we gotta move on we gotta take advantage of all the good things that are given to us while we have them and uh enjoy them to the best of our abilities that's exactly what we're doing and you know what the same goes for the world of combat sports the biggest event that i have been um, just talking about to you guys for many many weeks is finally upon us so this upcoming weekend, the MMA gods and the UFC matchmakers have blessed us with a phenomenal matchup with a great heavyweight championship bout between the current heavyweight champion at the UFC, Sipe Miocic, who's going to be fighting off against the former light heavyweight and heavyweight champion in the UFC, I was going to say in the whole world, but I mean, I guess that's the case if you win the UFC belt. So he's going to be defending his belt against Daniel Cormier. And um, I think ever since June, like ever since this fight was first announced, we've been talking about this fight on the show. And uh, I have to be totally honest, when I first um, uh, announced the guys to uh, announce the fight to you guys, it felt like it was so far away. Felt like <laughs> August 15th was never going to come, but hey, it's it's going to be the Saturday night. And uh, that, that by itself, again, is so surreal. So that is going to be the main event of the long-anticipated UFC 251, which is, again, going to be happening in Las Vegas, Nevada at the UFC Apex Center. And not only that, but... Listen, for a co-main event of the evening, we're going to be having UFC phenom Sean O'Malley, who, again, had such a long layoff, and um, he's back, ladies and gentlemen, and he is indeed going to be fighting for the co-main event of the evening against Marlon Vera. This fight again, uh, this bantamweight bout that I just told you about, you do not want to miss. This is indeed a great way to warm you up for that heavyweight championship bout between Miocic and Cormier. 
But yeah, make sure that you watch this fight as well because excitement and entertainment is guaranteed. And goodness, okay, when you thought it couldn't get any better, the third last fight of the of the main card is actually going to be another heavyweight bout, and this time between the former heavyweight champion, one of my all-time favorites, Junior Dos Santos, who hasn't fought in, in, a, in, a, in a good minute, I should say. And finally, he's uh, once again making his comeback. And this time around, he is fighting off against a very dangerous fighter in the heavyweight roster. And who other than Jarzinho Rosenstrike? Okay, this is going to be one of those other fights that you guys do not want to blink while you're watching. Make sure that you've grabbed your food, your drink, anything that you need to have with you so that you do not leave uh, the, the couch and you do not take your eyes um, uh, away from the screen. Whatever screen you're using to watch all these fights, when this fight comes on, when this Junior Dos Santos and Jardinio Rosenstrike fight comes on, just stay there, watch it with your whole existence, and um, I, you you will definitely witness some good stuff right there, okay? So, okay, you guys, they need to hire me as their hype man, because I feel like for all of these fights, I just hype them up so much. But honestly, it's not uh, the fact that I, like, I'm not falsely mm, uh, talking about these fights to be good, because... If you are a true fan, you already know that these fights are going to be awesome. You already know how exciting these fights are going to be. And um, no wonder why they've been putting these fights uh, off for so long until now. They just want to give us a big bang while um, summer is coming to an end. And they just want to leave a good memory in, in, in our minds, I guess, when it comes to us just reminiscing about all the great fights that we witnessed over the summer and this one, you know, all these heavyweight fights and uh, the awesome bantamweight bout between uh, O'Malley and uh, Marlon Vera. These are all the things that should come to mind when we think about summer 2020 and all the great MMA fights that we witnessed. All right, and I, I, did all, I, I did talk about those three particular bouts, but please, 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 please do give the, the, the rest of the undercard a watch as well. I'm looking at a lot of interesting matchups here, and uh, actually, they haven't specified which fights are going to be on the main card and which ones are going to be on the prelim card. Regardless, just uh, if you, if you can, if you have time, uh, just uh, turn on your TV or your um, computer, whatever. However, you watch these fights, start watching from 8 p.m. That's gonna be that's most likely gonna be the time for the start of the prelim card, followed by 10 p.m., which is going to be the start of the main card for UFC 252. And I'm assuming that uh, they're already putting out the vlog series for, because you guys already know the UFC does um, uh, daily vlogs for uh, for their fights, a fight a week rather leading up to fight nights. They're just um, document like the daily lives of the fighters, how they're making weight, how they're training during their last week of, uh, you know, the uh, during fight week, I should say, because that's the week leading up to fight day. And uh, it, it, they're really, really interesting. Uh, and I'm assuming I haven't personally checked it out yet for this particular 
uh, pay-per-view card, but uh, I'm assuming that they've already put out um, vlogs, daily vlogs, UFC vlogs, or actually UFC embedded vlogs for these fights. They're going to be interesting. Make sure if you're interested again, uh, make sure you uh, catch up with those as well. So as you can imagine, these are the big three bouts that we're going to be breaking down for y'all today. And actually, I got some update on uh, one of the most important boxing bouts uh, that we are about to witness in the next couple. I was going to say next couple of weeks, but I guess that is no longer the case because that's actually what I'm going to be telling you is uh, about the the newly announced uh, uh, postponed date of this awesome boxing bout that I'm going to tell you guys about. So we're going to be uh, briefly discussing that as well. Uh, so I guess I'll first get started by um, just uh, giving you guys that boxing update. And then right after, we're going to be delving deep into de- into those uh, awesome MMA bouts and telling you guys everything you need to know. Everything you need to know about the backgrounds of these guys and um, what you should expect potentially on fight night. So yeah. Today's going to be awesome, and now without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so first things first, um, I told you guys a few weeks back that uh, Mike Tyson is actually going to be making a major comeback against another veteran of the sport, the one and only Roy Jones Jr. Okay, so... Everybody was shocked when this fight was announced. Some people opposed it. Some people loved it. And, uh, you know, we had already seen Mike Tyson in his training camp when he would usually put out training videos, you know, of himself just going super hard at the, the pads and the heavy bags and just major training stuff on his social media pages, okay? So we would see that, and then um, on the other hand, we wouldn't really see a lot of uh, similar stuff on Roy uh, Roy Jones Jr.'s page, of course. I mean, not to say that just because he didn't post about those things on his, say, Instagram, he didn't necessarily uh, train that hard. We we can never really know. Like, it's definitely up to... um, everybody to decide what what type of content they would like to post on their social media we're not here to judge that of course but you know just by looking at that particular factor it felt like mike tyson um at least he was um doing it more explicitly more explicitly marketing himself promoting himself and his uh, newly like revived abilities i should say because like i said both guys have been out of the cage or not the cage because it's not a maid but out of the ring for so so long at least i would say 15 years if not more and uh there is a phenomenon in any sort of combat sports, I would argue, and that is called ring rust. So you guys, who to those who are familiar with ring rust and to those who have actually experienced ring rust for themselves, they're like, yeah, right on. Like, there's no way that you can uh, circumvent ring rust. And by ring rust, I mean when you've been out of the cage, when you've been out of the game for a little bit, even if it's a few months, but you haven't been properly doing drills in your training camp and you haven't been sparring to, to simulate uh, what you would do in a certain fight, in a certain match, 
then of course you're gonna like your you're gonna lose performance okay and when you are actually scheduled to make a comeback in the actual ring in an actual fight then you can see that okay that this is real this effect is real i'm not as good as i used to be and uh this is really acting up on me and that is called ring rust so you'll feel a little bit slower a little bit more sluggish and um it feels like you need to warm up a little bit more before you can get back to where you were prior to that layoff so having said all those things um i would say even though uh, like for sure we know mike tyson has been putting in work and we're not sure if uh roy jones jr has been putting in work but regardless, for both guys, I would say the ring rust is going to be a major factor in this fight, okay? And uh, this is really important because before, what we were told was that the two were going to be fighting on September 12th, which is actually not that far from now. Of course, there is only how many weeks? Like f four weeks, at least four weeks left until that date. So just imagine if the two were supposed to were actually scheduled to fight on that day. Well, I, you know, because they already know that that effect, that ring rust might exist. They probably came to some alternative terms and discussed it within themselves. And so the big news is that this fight is no longer happening on September 12th, but instead they've rescheduled it to November 28th. Y'all, mark down your calendars. November 28th. That is when we're finally going to be seeing Mike Tyson fight off Roy Jones Jr. Okay. And, you know, all the stuff that I just ranted about, it is, for me personally, it does explain why they decided to reschedule this fight. I, th I personally think it's because they just want more preparation and they want to do like in the meanwhile they want to do other things that would uh, completely neutralize that ring rest effect whether it's more um, sparring sessions whether it's just that extra time that they would get that those um, couple of months those extra couple of months that they would get just training just going hard in training camp I feel like those are the big factors as to why this uh, the the fight date was actually rescheduled to a later date on November 28th. However, Mike Tyson was actually interviewed by TMZ and he said that uh, the main reason why that this fight was rescheduled was for people like for more people to actually catch up with the fight, for more people to have a chance to actually watch the fight and you know that is definitely one of the reasons however i highly doubt that it is the, it, it, it that was the main reason why they rescheduled it to november 28th all right but you know what one of the other good aspects of this fight having been postponed um actually i would say one of the other factors that could potentially contribute to this rescheduling of date is because now we fully know who's going to be fighting on the undercard of this Tyson and Jones Jr. Uh, fight card. So first of all, uh, we're going to be seeing the return of actually one of my all-time favorite boxers and an awesome human being. 
uh, Bado Jack, who is who fights uh, for Floyd Mayweather's uh, promotion company. So Bado Jack, um, he's one of those uh, lighter weight fighters in boxing. And uh, in addition to all those all the things that he does in boxing, he uh, travels to various countries and uh, he he does a lot of work with charities and all that good stuff. He's an awesome man and uh, an awesome boxer as well. So um, Bado Jack is actually to be fighting after a very long time against Blake McKernan. And uh, so that's for all boxing fans. I'm sure that is awesome news. And uh, another one that actually (laughs) caught me by surprise was this uh, like celebrity boxing match, which I was so surprised that they decided to have this as an undercard for this Tyson and Jones Jr. fight. Uh, We're actually going to be seeing Jake Paul fight once again. Jake Paul, you guys already know, he's a internet sensation. And actually, the other thing that caught me by surprise even more was that he was going to be fighting off against the ex-NBA star, Nate Robinson. Okay. And they say that it's going to be the lead-in to the main event, I quote. Uh, I quote TMZ Sports, lead into the main event, meaning uh, that's probably going to be the co-main event, like the featured bout of the evening, which is great when it comes to marketing and all that, you know, as if people weren't already interested and intrigued to purchase this pay-per-view because they're seeing the Tyson fight off Roy Jones Jr., but also because of this... um, I guess, uh, uh, prior fame uh, that these two guys, both Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, bring into the whole fight card. I I guess that definitely uh, would as well contribute to how many more and how many extra uh, ticket sales or um, just like pay-per-view sales the, the whole fight card would get. Regardless, though, it is going to be exciting, and uh, I do have to admit, I if you asked me t- like two years ago, even like a year ago, I would have been so against having non-athletes uh, doing professional boxing. I d- if, if you probably go back a good amount of episodes, you probably hear me rant about how I didn't approve of Jake Paul uh, making his professional boxing debut because I thought that would... That would just be a little bit disrespectful to the sport and all that because I actually didn't know that Jake Paul was going to take this whole professional boxing thing seriously. So I thought maybe, you know, what if they treat it as if it's all uh, pre-planned and uh, they somehow degrade the the reputation and the and the name of the sport? That's that's what I was mainly concerned about. But listen, Jake Paul's had a few good fights in, um, on his professional boxing record and he's shown that he's actually serious about boxing and you know what why not uh, as many people as we can get to to be enthusiastic about our sport of boxing uh, whatever we can do to kind of revive boxing because a lot of the times you'll hear, hear certain people say boxing is dead boxing is a dormant sport all those horrible stuff whatever it takes to Just bring that attention once again to the sport of boxing. I'm all for it, man. And so, yeah, like I said, this is most likely going to be the co-main event of the Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight card, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. And 
in case you haven't jotted it down yet, the T Mike Tyson fight and Roy Jones Jr. fight is going to be rescheduled to November 28th. And when that time approaches, you already know we're going to be here breaking it down for all of y'all. And it's going to be exciting. So there is that. That's uh, everything I wanted to talk about with regards to boxing. But now let's get, get into the main, like the most important business of breaking down MMA fights. That's exactly what we do here on TKO. And uh, this week, we're in so much luck. Um, the bout that we've been anticipating for so, so long is finally upon us. And um, I would argue that uh, this is a very um, interesting move by the UFC because usually uh, I feel like they're actually getting better at scheduling more and more heavyweight fights in the UFC. But if you if you looked at how matchmaking was being done, say like six, six months ago, just prior to the pandemic, they're being very biased towards not having as many heavyweight bouts um, on any of their fight cards. I don't know why. Maybe it was just pure consequence or whatever it was, but it just felt like uh, it, it was more uh, lightweight fighters and say like welterweight and middleweight fighters uh, being scheduled fights as uh, compared to some of those uh, heavier weight divisions getting most of the fights. But right now things have definitely changed and we're finally going to be seeing the heavyweight champion Sipa Miocic defending his title once again and this time around uh, against DC Daniel Cormier and this fight by itself is so so interesting because there's so much to this fight there's so much history should I say to this fight so this is actually going to be the third time that Stephen Miocic and Daniel Cormier are going to be facing off against one another. The first time around um, Daniel Cormier he was still the light heavyweight champion of the world and um, for reasons that I can't quite recall right now he was actually called over to fight Stipe Miocic um, for his heavyweight belt and uh, if I'm, again if I'm not mistaken uh, this was a relatively short notice fight for uh, Daniel Cormier, because uh, Stipe Miocic, I believe at the time he was training for some other style of uh, of fighting. I, yeah, I just have this really strong gut feeling that um, he was supposed to be fighting someone else. But then Cormier got called over, and that's how the first fight went down. And the way it, it took place was that um, Danny Cormier stunned uh, Stipe Miocic with a really nasty shot. And um, the time never came that Stipe Miocic actually properly recovered from that nasty shot. And so Cormier just started going at it with full on power, just hitting uh, Stipe Miocic with no breaks in between, and uh, that's exactly how he was crowned the new heavyweight champion at the UFC. So at the time, he was the champ champ. He was the two. He was a two division champion. He was both the light heavyweight champion and at the, at the time the heavyweight champion of the world. So that's how uh, things went. And then Steven Miocic said, "Okay, um, I obviously wasn't prepared to, to face off against." Daniel Cormier so I'm just gonna take some time off you know to spend some more time with my family and to just really think this through so that's exactly what happened excuse me Stipe 
Okay, I'm getting too excited here. Okay, Stipe Miocic, he, uh, I would say he took about a year off, a good year off. And in the meanwhile, Daniel Cormier, he did not defend his title at all. Um, maybe, maybe just one time, but he wasn't super active either. And then some later time, time came after that big one-year layoff. So both guys had a very, very long layoff. And uh, again, once again, they were rescheduled to fight one another, this time for the rematch. And this time around, it just felt like Stipe Miocic was... Uh, he, he just felt so much more refreshed and uh, well-rested. And he, both physically and mentally, he looked like he was prepared to make this fight against Daniel Cormier. However, uh, because of other things that happened um, outside the octagon, I would say, for Daniel Cormier, because we all know Daniel Cormier is a phenomenal commentator at UFC events, and I would say that consumed a lot of his time. And I would argue that that would actually not allow him to uh, train as hard as he would prior to all this. So I would say that was a big contributor to why he had a weaker performance on that um, rematch during that rematch against Stipe Miocic. And yes, of course, uh, Stipe Miocic uh, regained his uh, heavyweight championship belt and has been the heavyweight champion ever since. What actually happened to Danny Cormier after that? Well, he hasn't been super active either. And uh, what happened was that um, he actually had to relinquish his uh, light heavyweight title because he prior to all that he already had some some trouble and issues making proper weight for that 205 uh, weight division weight limit for the light heavyweight uh, weight division and uh, he just said I can't do it anymore so he just gave up his light heavyweight championship belt and as, as of right now we have John Jones as the light heavyweight champion okay but that's enough of that ever since then again Dario Cormier has not had any fights he's mostly been focusing on commentating and I know, like, for, for another occasion today for Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., I said, just because people don't post about certain things on social media doesn't mean they don't actually do it. And for me, personally, prior to um, when, when this um, third fight, this rubber match was announced between the two, you would not see any videos or pictures of Cormier whatsoever in training camp, uh, putting in uh, the hard work that he would usually put into his training camps prior to him being being like an almost full-time commentator for the UFC. But uh, ever since the fight was announced, there's, there's more and more videos of him just uh, post-training, you know, having a full sweat on and uh, just trash-talking Stipe Miocic. But, uh, you know, like I said, um, all we have to do, all we can do is to wait until Saturday nights. Fingers crossed. Hopefully everything goes well. Hopefully weight cutting goes well. I, we just have to wait and see what will actually happen on fight nights. With regards to style, uh, we all know how um, 
dominant of a striker Stipe Miocic is and there is no one else in the heavyweight or the light heavyweight division who is as strong of a wrestler as Daniel Cormier is so you can almost argue that this is going to be a clash of styles you have striking versus wrestling and the main question now remains that okay are we going to see the fighters doing what they are usually good at in, in this particular bout? Or are, are they going to switch things up to stun their opponent and to completely surprise them so that they win their fight in that manner? But unfortunately, because first of all, we're running out of time and because there's so much more that I can tell you guys about. But um, again, I can't really do it because of lack of time. I, all I can say is that just catch up with this fight on Saturday night and uh, we're going to be talking about it, just reminiscing about it next week on our episode. All right, you guys. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to talk about the co-main and the third last fight of the evening, but uh, UFC 252 at 10 p.m. Eastern time zone. That's going to be the start of the main card. Make sure you catch up with it. And next week, we're going to be talking about everything that will be taking place on Saturday night. All right, you guys, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also go to iTunes and Spotify to download previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Jonan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.